when we talk about trusting your knowing and trusting your gut, think about intuition as a muscle. And like all muscles, your intuition is a muscle that needs to be developed. It's not just something that you can trust unless you have developed that muscle. People who are able to trust their intuition and it lead them on the right path or to the right decision have spent the time to factor in both facts and develop that muscle so that they can trust their intuition. And here's what I mean. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding the Upside, the podcast where we talk about navigating all the messy things that life and business can bring and how to come out on the other side with a lesson to find the upside. I'm Maria DeLorenzis Reyes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a question for you. Do you listen to your intuition? How do you know if you can trust your gut or trust your intuition? Do you only go on what your gut says? Or do you make sure that you're checking on facts and doing the due diligence or research to ensure you're not solely relying on emotion? You know, there's a lot of talk right now about this, trusting your intuition, trusting your knowing, trusting your gut. And I think it is a really important topic for discussion. But what I think is often omitted from this conversation is how do you know if you can trust your intuition? How do you know you can trust it? I think there is danger in solely trusting your gut and ignoring facts. I also think though, relying solely on data and not listening to your intuition is also not something that I would advise. Too much data and research may cloud your judgment, but ignoring facts and just relying on gut can do the same thing. So what do you do? When we talk about trusting your knowing and trusting your gut, think about intuition as a muscle. And like all muscles, your intuition is a muscle that needs to be developed. It's not just something that you can trust unless you have developed that muscle. People who are able to trust their intuition and it lead them on the right path or to the right decision have spent the time to factor in both facts and develop that muscle so that they can trust their intuition. And here's what I mean. So here's the point. A lot of people spew that you should trust your gut and listen to your intuition. But many times they may be doing that without the work to build the muscle and fine tune it along the way. It takes time to build that muscle and it takes experience. It takes years. So yeah, age, aging helps us getting to a point in our life where you have some wisdom and you have some experience and you have things that you can look back on where you've developed that muscle, where you've applied that and you've developed that ability to trust your intuition. But here's the problem. 
many people want to be able to go to trust their intuition because they're just too lazy to look at the data or do the research or the due diligence, or they're in denial about what the facts are telling them or showing them. And I don't advise that. I don't think anybody that truly trusts their intuition advises that as well. Knowing that without building that muscle and without doing the work, you can't trust your intuition. You can't just go there because someone, some guru or somebody you follow on Instagram is saying that. Trust your intuition, trust your knowing. It has to be something that you've embraced to do the work and develop that muscle in order to truly be in a place where you can trust your intuition. So what can you do to do the work? Here's what you can do to help you work on this. Do this exercise. First, I want you to go back to a time where you knew something. You knew it. You felt it. Your knowing, your intuition was telling you something and you didn't listen to it and think about what happened because of it. Okay, so that's first. But then I want you to go back to another time where everything and everyone was telling you something different and you were trying to rely on your gut. It could have been in a relationship. It could have been a business decision. It could have been with a business deal. It could be with an employee that you hired. Maybe you felt that chemistry. You were relying on that gut. And by the way, a lot of people get into trouble where they look for chemistry. They felt the chemistry and it turned out not to be real. And they were making decisions just with their gut. Back to the other time where everyone and everything was telling you something different and you wanted to rely on your gut. The example of maybe a relationship where you said, I do believe him. You know, he just lost his phone. It was turned off or he did really get hung up at work again. And all your friends and family were saying, no, no, he's lying. He's trying to appease you. He's telling you what you want to believe and he's tricking you. I'm sure that you have had friends that were in a situation like this. I have. And it's like, oh my God, it's so apparent what's happening and you're not listening. Deep down, they know that what's being said to them is the truth, that what the facts and the friends and family are pointing out is the truth, but they don't want to believe it. They don't want to. They don't want to be wrong. And they don't want to listen to reality and they're in denial about it. And they keep relying on the statements like, oh no, he's a good person. And I know he wouldn't do this. And I know he just forgets to turn on his phone. Was this your situation? All of those things that are looked at as that's your gut. So then looking at that example of the time when you listened to your gut and didn't listen to what others said or facts or data and what happened because of it. 
You didn't list to, listen to the realistic reality of incidents that happened, things that were being pointed out, evidence, if you will, and what happened because of it. So you have two scenarios. And so being able to assess those two scenarios, those two different types of scenarios where you didn't trust your gut and what happened, and you did trust your gut, but you were wrong and what happened. And going through that, that one exercise can help you look at that and help see the two ends of the spectrum. But here's the thing, then continuing to do that will help you fine tune that muscle. Because it's a muscle, it needs to be maintained. Like all muscles, conditioning will slip if you don't continue to do the work. This has to be a practice. This routine will help you be able to trust it and develop and know the delicate balance that needs to be struck between your knowing and being able to be informed, listen, and look at real evidence and facts. That's the way you build the muscle. And that's the secret to being able to truly trust your intuition. Doing this work is so important and can move you to a place where your knowing is something that you can truly trust. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please share it with someone you'll think it will help. And as always, I so appreciate it if you will leave a review. It really helps the platform know that you love the content and we're doing something right. I'd also love to continue this conversation on Instagram. There will be a post on my page at the Maria DR about this episode. I would love to hear from some of you in the comments about trusting your intuition. That's all for today's shorty episode. See you next time on the next episode of Finding the upside. Bye for now.